125 years ago, scientists started sending radio wave transmissions out into space. The purpose of declaring, we are here, and is anybody listening? This makes me think of the creative types, the courageous creative types, those that have put themselves into solving some problem and the result of that process is perhaps what we, we would call art. And then being brave enough to share that with others, to put that out there into the discoverable universe, not knowing how it's going to be received. Not everybody sees things like you do. Um, you might be hit with criticism, but what's even worse than negative feedback or, well, it could be constructive, but what, what's worse than feedback you maybe don't want to receive is silence. And silence is difficult to deal with. You've gone through the pain of pouring yourself into something. You're brave enough to put it out there. But there's nothing to work with with silence. Did the message not get out? Like, is this thing on? Do people not care? Do they not care to talk? Did they care so much that they were overwhelmed and speechless are they too scared to reach out as well there's so many variables you just don't know about all you have is the silence which is loneliness now I've been doing creative stuff and social media stuff even before the internet actually um, for long enough to be comfortable with the silence because what I realize is this let's call it an artistic process that I go through. I do it, I think, largely because I'm trying to find what I think about things, or find myself in, in, in that process, What find out who you are by doing these things. So if you've got that, you don't need an audience. You, you are the audience, and it's an audience of one. Even these thoughts I'm putting out right now they are there for me. I'm doing this to find myself. It's what comes next that, that that leads towards an audience. Actually, as I think about it, maybe it's even simpler than that. Uh, I'm, I guess, what you'd call an ambivert. I'm really an introvert, but I've learned coping mechanisms in my <laughs> long life. <laughs> um that I guess mask a little bit some people might not realize that um, I'm more of an introvert but dealing with people drains me um, and I need to go into my cave a lot I, I know that um, but I can also engage with people connect and communicate uh, and as part of the introvert traits um, you know if you're dealing with people that are a bit more dominant in conversations the strength you have is to listen to people um, and let them talk. Uh, some of you are going to know what I'm talking about there, <laughs> and those that are, those that don't, 
maybe just shut up and listen sometimes and just see the effect that it has on someone else. It's a, it's a powerful thing. It makes you valuable. But the problem is with being a good listener or even being an average listener is that you don't often get to say what you think. Um, perhaps because it's just too hard to get that into conversation or maybe you've tried sometimes and again it's met with this sort of silence or um, or nobody really cares what you think. So these creative processes are my chance to to say something, to say what I think, or find out what I think and then say it. I say it to myself and then again I think just through years of doing this I, I have this understanding with myself that if I'm going to go through the pain of creating something I'm going to, I'm going to share it, I'm going to publish it, I'm going to put it out there um, I, I just force myself to do it and uh, hmm. so there it is we listen but we too want to be heard and this comes back to the silence and why it can be so intolerable sometimes I have a background in journalism and Using silence was actually a powerful tool in uh, interviewing people. Just being silent sometimes, it's like nature abhorring a vacuum. Uh, speakers hate a silence. It, it's this awkwardness that they feel compelled to speak more. So filling that, that silence with something. Another thing in journalism was the concept, I think this is a newspaper saying, but publish and be damned. So... If you've got something that the public needs to hear, you think, and it's, it's good enough to run, just put it out there, regardless of what the consequence might be. Um, whether there's going you know, to cop some flack from some politicians, or uh, shit, these days that's even more likely, um, getting letters from lawyers. I've, I've had a few of them in my time as well. Um, they're all bullshit, but, uh, you know, as a, as a reporter that could be a scary thing because you could be heading to courts, so you were note-taking and so on, needs to be spot on. We got off track there a little bit, didn't we? But yeah, publish and be damned. I think that's just another coping mechanism I have, that, I, that little deal I have with myself that if I'm going to create, if I create something that's ready to go out, it should go out and I should share it. And... But why do I keep doing that? Because, let's be realistic, nothing I've ever done has been popular. You know what I mean by popular, it's, there's, a, there's a mass um, liking of it um, and sharing and all of, all of that stuff. Um, but I've had great success with some very small communities. Um, sometimes you can have an impact just on one life and that's, that's enough, one life outside of your own. But why do I keep doing this? Because this creative process is a ability to connect with others, to find community, to find other like-minded people. I think this is why I slash we, we do it. We're searching for ourselves and others. We're searching for our place in the universe. We, we're looking for our, our tribe, our, our clan, our people brothers, our sisters. Wow. And how do we know when we've made a connection? Because the silence gets broken. So like-minded people like to find other like-minded people. You reach out and over the past 
couple of decades, I guess it is, maybe it's even more, there's, there's people through my life. I'm here on an island, New Zealand, I'm in Auckland, surrounded by water, but I've made some deep friendships around the world because the sea knows no distance there. We're, we're more connected potentially than we ever were um, and the ability to find other people. You don't need 10,000 fans, you just need someone to have a chat with about common things. This gets us actually to the, <laughs> the reason I'm doing this episode. Uh, I, I got some fan mail. Um, some voice messages have been left by actually a, a Norwegian friend who's very much like a, a brother. Um, someone that I met on a social media video platform, not Grinder. It was a, a thing called Beam many years ago. Is is that application was dying, and we are still friends to this day. So let's let's have a let's have a listen to his. It's like a whole bunch of messages actually. He's probably just. I hope they're not all R styles. Hang on, let's see. I um. I don't know if this is working. But um. I was just going to check if it works and now like I don't know what to say so uh, okay well there we have it folks that's my Norwegian friend from Oslo Kapitan Bastos and that very much reminds me of one of one of the before this podcasting thing we had a we had a vodcast that we did which was two middle-aged men trying to understand technology that very much reminds me of that. Um, it was a short-lived vodcast. Uh, we, when Instagram came out with the ability to live stream and invite someone else to that live stream, so you could have two people doing a live stream at the same time to their respective audiences. I'm pretty sure we were the first two people to to do it like that as an actual vodcast. I know other people have been doing it as a they were an influencer inviting people in, um, but we did it as a, as a joint vodcast, and mind God, it was it was difficult technology-wise. This is going to make about two or three years now um, in order to record that and put it out and so on. Um, it was very much him coming up with the innovative ideas, and then he'd leave me to work out all the boring technical stuff to actually capture that out and, um, and document it. That then led into me doing um, video gaming side of things. I used, I used video games as a reward, relax system after I'd done video logging or whatever, music. Um, I'd sit down and play play some games. And I used to watch video gamers and just the ability for them to stream or capture their gameplay, all of the elements that came into that seemed very technical to me and I wanted to learn it uh, so the the video podcast that we had um, led into us jumping onto a thing called PUBG Mobile it's a, it's a game where it has voice audio in it you can talk to your teammates and we realized that the difficulties we were having with Instagram um, we could somewhat get around by using a computer game so we would run around having a conversation catching up while killing a bunch of teenagers. It was a lot of fun. 
Anyway, that's what that message reminds me of. Right, my boy. So uh, I'm out here walking now because I have to go to the store. Audience. And then uh, not not to you. No, still not. Uh, I disagree. If by the grind you mean the work, working on improving yourself and others. No, you don't take a break from that. But when you go, when you make sure that you have enough sleep, you're putting in that kind of work, okay? That's part of the grind, self-care. You have to work on yourself if you're going to be able to work for others, you know? If you don't take care of yourself, you don't get your sleep or your rest, you're not working at your best. And so that's part of the work. All right, so that looks like that was his response to, I think it was my very first episode, um, hashtag grinding, uh, which was how I accidentally became a podcaster. It doesn't actually sound like you're disagreeing with me there. Um, if you, if those that haven't heard it, go back and uh, go, go and have a listen to the first episode and you'll find that's actually my cautionary tale there. Uh, grinding, the phrase is especially prevalent in um, computer gaming these days, uh, the, the way that developers and computer game, uh, companies have developed their, pro developed their products is very addictive and they want you to be on the game for as many hours as possible. It's not a healthy thing. And so grinding is, is leveling up within a season or whatever, or you're focused, you're, you're trying to get something and you just sit there for hours, you don't take breaks, you wind up with nerve bloody damage in your arms and stuff like that, you don't get your sleep, and we already know about screen time being bad for you before bed, well if you've done hours and hours and hours, I got myself and many friends that are in the same boat, this is not good for your long term health, let alone your short term health or your emotional state. Um, and a lot of my friends in the gaming world are much younger than me. I'm speaking from someone that's much older, and I don't know where this is leading in terms of health. But here's the thing. I haven't learnt this fucking message yet, you know. Um, I keep doing it to myself. Even when I was, uh, even when I'm vlogging, there were times I would, you get into that flow state, and you don't want to stop. You're in a creative state, and you just keep going keep going and the cost is uh, your sleep and I'm just saying sleep is really important um, and yeah sure at a certain level you might say in terms of improving yourself but you're focused on a very singular aspect and sleep does not come into that concept as well and I'm, what I am trying to say is it needs to um, because your health is the number one thing before anything else yeah you know hindsight is 2020 so there you go <laughs> of course but this car is not a good driver well oh. so i think that one was in regards to happy the happy accidents episode that i did um hindsight is 2020 yeah i think i was saying that some things that seem like fortunate events, you don't, re you can never realize that in the moment. It's only looking back and you go, ah, oh, I'm glad that happened. I have no regrets about that, or that led to this thing, and it, it is hindsight. You're you're attributing something to something else that wasn't there present at the start. 
I guess my whole point about that episode was uh, if you can train yourself to be more open-minded when problems come up, that you you get into that positive frame of mind around bad things, that there are no bad or good things, they're just things and there's an opportunity to be solved around that. Coronavirus, for example, I think there's a lot of good possibilities for the world that are going to come out of this terrible, terrible thing. Um, anyone that practices mindfulness, it's not really so much about calming meditation of the day, it's about training your mind to get into that state. So the earlier that you can get in control of your shit, the better you will be. And it is this whole phrase, respond, don't react. And I know this personally because I can have some very bad reactions sometimes. So the better I can get at just closing down that moment of explosion to maybe just being able to not react badly to something and respond appropriately, the better I will be. So that's that's kind of what that episode was about, was about just saying that that's a better way to be. Um, so instead of looking at problems negatively with a negative mind frame when they come up, when something bad happens, asking yourself as soon as possible, what good can I see in this? And as I say, I, a coping mechanism for me would be well, if all I get out of it is a good story to tell, then maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, but happy accidents, I mean, that's kind of the story of my life. I just feel like a, a happy accident right now. The situation isn't ideal, but I'm loving my life right now. So, you know, it doesn't really matter what happens, what happens, happens, but the way you, respond to that that's totally up to you and uh with the right perspective there i mean uh that's a happy day accident you know just right there because it's pretty random which sperm gets to the egg first you know and then uh take it from there yeah my brother you you get it uh obviously We've never met, but we know each other very well, and we're very supportive of each other, and we need we need each other, and I'm privy to obviously a bit more information about what's been going on in your life over the last many years, um, and it is somewhat comforting to to know that you're being more responsive to to things as they happen. That these Sometimes it seems like your life's a shit sandwich, but uh, hey buddy, you're actually, you're doing okay. Um, and that's great to hear. <laughs> the sperm comment, yeah, I mean that's again re referring to the happy accident. Uh, uh, podcast episode, um, it's amazing that any one of us are here. The statistics and the timing involved, the fact that your bloodline is still going is amazing. And that's what really we're about it's that biology of uh, ensuring that the lineage passes on otherwise it's an insult uh insult i don't know it's it's like it's cutting off of everything that was ever ever before that's 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 why i say sometimes we are like a virus it's it's we we, we want to live and it's to pass on that gene and mix it and all that i know this is a controversial thing to say because there are some people out there who don't want kids or adamant that they're not going to have kids or whatever and that gets into an area um, that, that can be a bit upsetting. But I'm just saying on the base of it, it's all biology. 
Or is it all physics? I don't know. Oh, uh... Oh, hello, big boy. Okay? Yeah? I just uh, opened a beer for you at a more appropriate time for me this time. It's uh, 4 p.m. here. I, uh, I am sitting in... Uh, it's part of a park, but it's... It's like uh, the, like where the hill slants into the, the pathway, so nobody really sits here. They don't really cut the grass that much. Uh, it's kind of rough, but here you can sit uh, in peace and quiet. I don't know if you can hear the river, you can probably hear people, but nobody else wants to sit here, you know? And that kind of makes me think that it's the best place to sit. Gosh, with the number of voice messages he's leaving, uh, he's pretty much a special guest on this episode now, isn't he? Um, the drinking things a reference to, there's a, there's a bunch of, um, there's myself and a, a number of other uh, YouTubers from New Zealand, um, and we had a, a live stream uh, party a couple of Fridays ago. And I invited uh, Kapitan Bastos in, uh, even though it was like the morning for him. And we were drinking, so he started drinking as well, which um, I guess gave, after it was all over gave an interesting uh, tinge to, to his day. I'm sure it was amusing. Um, but yes, I'm also of the belief that you shouldn't be drinking too early. Um sounded like there was a lot of silent, a lot of noise in that silent place you found. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's nice when you can find these little places uh, for yourself for however long you have them. Um, I have a number, number of them around work. I, I go um, on long walks during my break time uh, to be alone with my thoughts um, or just to, well, walking's good exercise anyway, but... This is the thing I hate at the moment with lockdown, um, just walking around your block. It used to be just me and my wife and my dog would be out walking sometimes, it seemed. Now everybody's doing it, and you've got to keep that social distancing, and uh, uh, it's kind of frustrating. So how about this? You know I love you, right? And everything you're talking about here resonates big time with me and brother, but I have something to say to your mom. Okay, so Mr. Singh here is a man that I happen to care deeply about. He's, he is your son, and, and thank you for, you know, birthing him. Good job. Not so good job. Call him every time just with bad news, maybe. Call him when, the, uh, when you remember to blow on the pie or something. Or when you, uh, you, you finally figured out how to operate Osterhevel uh, and, and finally you can cut the cheese like the, your little boy over there, you know, thanks to me. So, so be nice, okay? Be good to each other. Okay, wow, there's a lot in that little message that um, for other listeners, uh, I'm going to have to explain now. Firstly, I think it's amazing that anything I ever say resonates with you. Um, and that's maybe why we have such a, a deep connection. That's what she said, hashtag 60 times. Uh, God damn it, you brought up the blow on the pie, and I know um, 
uh, one of these, there's a there's another podcast um, out there called Frothland done by a guy called Foxtrot. One of his um, listeners is Puffin Chick, whom I know through PUBG Mobile. Uh, we I haven't been on that as much lately, but when we manage to catch up, uh, it's a good time. We have a great conversation, and sometimes we even manage to win the games, which is, is even better. Um, it's good good content. I put it out on my gaming channel, Hissing Thoughts Gaming. There you go. Uh, it's You might think you're not into gaming. My stuff is, I used to call it a, um, a comedy gaming channel, uh, because I would fail a lot, um, and that, I guess, was maybe amusing for people. I knew this because I used to live stream it, um, so the responses I'd get from, not a lot of people, but those that were watching and now it's kind of is more of a, a vodcast world gaming um uh, often it is just hanging out with this uh, this uh, with friends and we're just having a conversation and some of that stuff is hilarious um so that's what you get with that i got off track didn't i yeah the blow on the pie thing so uh it's in the kiwi vernacular now um kind of a meme type thing maybe even predates memes um, the way that new zealanders used to I don't know what to call this, what, what was before memes, but uh, it was like, it embeds itself in the culture, um, and there was a TV show, it was a police TV show called, I think, 10-7. I'm a former police reporter, so I used to know all of the um, the police codes, I had a, a scanner to listen to their communications, and I had all the code books and stuff as well, um, and maybe that was public communication, 10-10 I think might have been Officer Down, 10-1 was message for all I really can't remember anyway I'm off track again so there was the show and it went uh, certainly within New Zealand um, just blow on the pie became a bit of a, a saying and there was a, a police officer I think he might have been a dog handler and there was a suspected burglary and he had a suspect outside a um, service station and he was alone um, this police officer and he was, he was waiting for backup he knew the backup was going to be a few minutes away he had a obviously a TV documentary crew with him, um, and so he's just talking to this guy to hold him in place um, while his backup turns up. And he starts, all he can think of is to um, to start asking about, what are you doing out here at 3 o'clock in the morning? And the guy's like, oh, I'm just getting a pie, I'm at the service station. And he's like, well, what's the most important thing you've got to do there? Uh, you know, and the guy's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, well, that pie's been in the in the oven for 12 hours now, it's gone thermonuclear, what, what must you always do? And the guy's like, oh, I don't know, it's like, you must always blow on the pie, that thing is, is going to be really hot, you've got to blow on it. And the visible confusion of the suspect, basically, but that's what it was, but the, just the interaction, uh, it went it went national, and I think it's probably gone global now, but um, that's, that's such a Kiwi thing to say, and others don't get it, and that's, that's basically all it is. Jeez, um, am I going to put the audio in here? No, it'll be too long. But if you search blow on the pie, always blow on the pie on YouTube, you'll find the clip. There you go. Ah, crap. He also mentioned the Osterhovel, uh, which is a Norwegian cheese shaver, slicer, grater, shaver, slicer. I don't know what you call it. Norwegians are very passionate about this device. They think it's the best thing since sliced cheese because they slice the cheese with it. It's invented by a Norwegian guy. Mr. Osterhovel, oh, that's not his name, I can't remember. Um, I have, if you search Hissing Thoughts on YouTube and, oh man, Osterhovel, I don't know how to spell that. Um, 
you'll you'll come across a bunch of vlogs where this is the beautiful thing. It was Father's Day in Norway, and my friend Kapitan Bastos has a has a daughter Amina, and um, they between them decided that instead of him getting a Father's Day present. He wanted to send uh, her to send a Nostrahovel to me here in New Zealand, which I got and still have, and still use it to cut cheese with to this day. Um, anyway, your takeaway is Norwegians are very passionate about how they slice cheese, and if you just get a knife and cut it in front of them, they will see red and tell you what for. Okay, and the last thing he said there was about the phone calls from my mum. It's referring to the previous episode, We Too Shall Pass, where I've received some bad news by a t telephone call, uh, phone calls recently. Um, I guess one good thing that's come out of this coronavirus lockdown, isolation, bubble thing, is a lot of us are in more communication now, especially family-wise. We're doing Zoom calls or whatever, and I have one of those coming up with my uh, parents and brothers and their families. Uh, in a few hours time um, so I guess that's one way to dial up the um, the split on bad news versus good news is just to put more effort into um, catching up oh my bad I, I finally listened to the whole thing now and uh, I maybe I should say sorry to your mom because you know, after all, you got the news, and you know, some of it was good news. Turns out, still, come on, you know, you can just call when you blow on the pie as well. Okay, well, you know about the blow on the pie reference now, so I don't have to re-explain that. Um, that's all good, good, bud. Uh, it reminds me of how I sometimes when I watch other people's uh, YouTube's. Oh, I'm getting messages coming through about the car. That's another thing for another time. Uh, and I will, will comment before it's finished. You know, it's like a stream of... It's like uh, if someone's live streaming, you can leave comments as it goes through. Um, and so sometimes as things progress, you, you discover other things. Um, but I just keep leaving comments. Uh, speaking of YouTube, um, I took the We Too Shall Pass podcast episode, which was 31 minutes long. And stuck it up on my YouTube channel as well, just because ain't nobody listening to my podcast. And even though I thought a lot about whether I should put that one up, um, I decided to. So let's have a look at some of the comments. Um, uh, there's Joseph K. Sorry for your loss, dude. Um, there were a couple of deaths in that in that podcast, and one serious injury, and another near miss actually. Um, there is Fox Froth, who is the podcaster from Frothland. If you just search Frothland podcast, uh, you'll find it. It's on all major platforms, including Spotify. Um, Memento Mori Amor Fati. Oh God, that's okay. That's a stoicism saying, uh, and I think it's it's just saying remember that that you will die, um, and have a love for fate. So it's back to what. Um, uh, then my Norwegian friend Kapitan Bastos was saying earlier, uh, it, it's about the sooner you can remember that saying, uh, the better things should be in your life. Um, it's it's a 
it reminds you of things that things aren't as bad as other people's shit or as bad as they could be um so it maybe helps you stop losing your shit earlier okay um another one is two days off which is a canadian friend um uh, he's also a, a vlogger i also met on beam um and he said hey buddy and which i, I like that and uh, he said this is a great forum for you so i guess that's a uh, thumbs up for the podcast side of things I initially intended this podcast just to be really quick thoughts and it might still be that way but the way that this one's going I've got no idea how long it is and if you're still with me um credit to you a Kiwi life uh Davo um he's a youtuber and he was hanging out us uh, hanging out with us on the drinking live stream session the other day um and he said really enjoyed that mate which is which is nice that um it was 31 minutes long that people actually, it sounds like they listened to it. Um, Davo, he works just around the corner from me, but we've never met yet. Um, he's a, he's a, this is not doxing him, I don't think. No, because he's got it in his own episodes. He's a panel beater. He's just around the corner. I've been for walks past his work. I think my wife even had to take the car into his work once before I knew him. Um, and Davo, I would love to catch up at some stage, mate. Maybe when this isolation's over and I'm at home and you're at work, I could come in for a lunch break or something. That would be freaking awesome. Um, his 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 YouTube is a Kiwi Life. If you go onto Hissing Thoughts, my vlog channel on YouTube, you can you can see the um the comments and click on their links. The last comment is uh, from Fox Froth again, the the Frothland podcaster, uh, saying this is one of my favorite podcasts. That's amazing, dude. Because uh, your Frothland podcast is is my favorite podcast uh, currently. I've had other friends that have done podcasts um, in the past in fact let me do a shout out for one that's defunct um, but it was uh, one of my best friends Clayton <laughs> um, if you're a follower of my music you'll, you'll know there's been a couple of songs called Clayton uh, with Clay, uh, that name in it um, and he was flatting in Wellington with his friend Rod um, Rod's one of his best friends as well Rod is tied up with he was with Weta so Peter Jackson and uh, it's it's out my link to the flight of the concords and just a whole bunch of stuff there and i think their podcast was called happy darling so if you search for that on spotify even though it's years old now they did a couple of seasons and i just love that shit i i wish they were still doing it um those two guys have got a lot of stuff that they start and never finish um, and i have a lot of friends like that which is frustrating so the fact that Frothland is still going at this stage is, I don't know how long it's going to go, but I, I cherish every episode and I highly recommend it if you're into, um, you know, apocalypse podcasts and how one Norwegian guy in his 30s, uh, formerly homeless and unemployed, is, is um, responding to the crisis. All right, uh, and now just a couple of special mentions. Dog. Please, stop barking. So the thing about lockdown is it's very noisy, i found, in the house. Doors slamming, people shouting, arguing, talking, dog barking. It's getting me off track, but we're almost finished, so bear with me. A uh, couple of special mentions. Uh, one to Puffin Chick. Um, I think I mentioned her earlier, didn't I? She gave me a shout out actually on on Frothland in their latest episode. She uh, she was a special guest. Um, and I feel bad that I haven't been on PUBG Mobile as much lately to catch up, or that one time recently invited me. I I had to exit. Um, so that was rude of me. Uh, 
Uh, but thank you for liking and favoriting uh, my my podcast. Um, thank you to Agnes Angry Boy, uh, who has been um, a very good motivator for both myself and uh, and Foxroth with our, our new podcasting ventures. And, um, and to those that have sent private messages as well, um, you know who you are. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share that, that stuff publicly, um, but your support and thoughts and discussion um, means a lot. There we go. Connection, response. Uh, I think that's what it's what keeps me going. Uh, so I am Mr. Singh, and those were today's hissing thoughts. friend the end all right so i realize uh it's just this one more thing to say if this has resonated with you and you feel brave enough to 
let me know then let me know some of you already know we're already in touch and I I appreciate you all for those that somehow might be new to this <laughs> don't know who I am uh, I'm on most social medias if you type hissing thoughts into Google you'll find a bunch of I'm on Instagram I'm on YouTube I'm here and there um, so you'll 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 be able to find a way to to reach out uh, if you want to leave a voice message like Capitan Bastos did um, for the for the podcast uh, just go to a browser and type in Anchor A-N-C-H-O-R like the boat and hissing thoughts you'll find my um, my podcast and it will have a leave message option there um, or you can download uh, the app onto a mobile device um, go to hissing thoughts um, like it and you can leave a message there as well um, and I l look forward to hearing from you <laughs>